TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 397 of 100 Not Out, alongside my brother from another mother. He is the lover of freedom because lockdown is over in Melbourne. Let's shoot down to Victoria, to Bayside, to the great Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, legend. Look at that one, eh? Woo! Yeah, you're, windy. I was going to say, you're a very happy tiger as well. How do we get that one in shot? Unbelievable. What a week it's been for you. Grand what final victories. The front door is now open. Yeah. Vita is open. Yeah. Life is... Unrestricted. You know? Unrestricted. Starting to get back to a little bit of normalcy. Um, it's good. It's, a, it's quite an amazing feeling. It was weird going down past cafes yesterday and seeing all these people sitting in cafes inside. Um, it was amazing. And the other thing was uh, watching people rock up at 11.30 in the morning to go get a beer at the pub. Like that was uh, – in fact, I, that, they might have been there before I got there. <laughs> I actually drove past. Uh, but the, there was definitely people already uh, feasting, which was just awesome to see. Yeah, it must be really weird to see so many normal things that have been so uncommon um, for so long in Vic like. My mum was saying that, you know, strangers are talking to each other like best friends. Like, does it does it feel like, oh, this is like completely OTT, but it's almost like the starting again of humanity. Does it feel mm. like yeah. there's a whole fresh slate that, you know, you could never really conceive? Yeah, apart from wearing fig leaves, um, it does feel like that. You're right. (laughs) Adam and Eve. But I, it, it is amazing. It's actually quite a cool feeling, but... Um, I'm I'm really conscious that it's quite easy to forget um, how we actually got to this place in the first place. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be talking about anything political or anything like that. I think it's just really important that we celebrate, be optimistic, and move forward and forge forward. forward. Um, but we also need to be cognizant of the fact that um, we should never have got into this situation in the first place. So there's a couple of things that I'd like people to consider, and that is, one, consider how powerful the human body is to be able to resist infection so we have seen news stories of people that are 95 96 97 98 who have been infected with COVID and survived um and then we've heard of people that are 30 years old have succumbed to COVID, um and the statistics are out and it actually says things like um the number one biggest risk factor for dying from COVID is diabetes so if you've got diabetes that's the number one risk of dying from COVID. So not the fact that you've got COVID or not the fact that you're old. It's it's that first. So it's all these comorbidities. So let's just think about that. Stay healthy, stay well, stay optimistic and be positive. I think it's really important. Um, and yes, it's okay to have some stinking thinking or craniogenes or rectalitis from time to time, but you don't need to have it all of the time. And it's okay to feel down, but allow others to pull you up or pick you up and pull you out of that. You know, I think that's really important as well. But, yeah, it does feel good, Piercy. Um, Amber and I went out for brekkie this morning, went to St. Martin's. Oh, you would have um, loved that. Yeah, normally we share breakfast. So, you know, we have a little budget, 20, 20-something dollars, you know, just to go and have brekkie. But to, we splashed out. We got a meal each today. So um, it was. It, we didn't want to scrimp. 
today. We do well, want to be. Think of how many breakfasts you haven't had over the last uh, one hundred. Have a plus fourteen days. days. Yeah, uh, fourteen days. Yeah. I'd like to think some people. Uh, yeah, they 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 lived more frugally over those times. Um, so I'd, I'd love to ask you that we were just doing before we hit record that um, it is a time for optimism in your life as well because you are approaching a birthday, which is always a wonderful thing. Uh, you are what twenty eight in a few weeks' time. Yeah, 28. Yeah, that's about right. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's about right. Um, now, what am I? 47 I'll be turning. Uh, so that's a really great milestone for you and I because that 47, that's, that'll be 400 episodes. That signals the better part of eight years. It's going to be two months short of eight years um, that we've been uh, working together on this project for, which is incredible. Incredible. I, I find it, it seems it's crept up on us, uh, four, 400 episodes, 400 not out. But what I would love to ask you, because it's come up, um, it's come up. Like I think, I think birthdays are always a really good time to reflect and project. A lot of people do it at zero, at zero milestone birthdays. But for me, there's a bit of a perfect storm happening for many people, and 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 and, and you know, maybe highlighted by the fact of what Victorians have gone through. But um, now what I've observed is the conversation has really immediately gone to, all right, well, we just want a normal Christmas. What's Christmas going to look like? And 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 we want normality. And, and I said to my beautiful Auntie Kate this morning on a phone call that it's uh, – um, We love Auntie we Kate. We love Auntie Kate. It's a really nice um, – distraction's not the right term, but people are going to love having something really fun to look forward to. It seemed like Victorians had so many things taken away from them for a, a big chunk of time that to feel like uh, like – being able to have a Christmas in itself feels like a gift. But I also said on the other side of that coin is for people that are doing it mighty tough, Christmas is one of the most stressful times of the year. Um, on top of the fact what you've said, you know, we need to be more vigilant uh, with, our, with our physical health. Uh, we need to really recognize that being healthy is not just a luxury item. It is being, it is an essential part of life. But, but coming back to your birthday and the fact that we're in November, I tend to think that November is the month that it's almost a missing opportunity for people. That November, like December for me is a write-off. Uh, like it's, 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 it's party. It's like, you know, it's Christmas, the end of year, this, it's winding up everything. January is very like everyone's doing something different. So it's kind of hard to, um, you know, get people together. I feel like November is the month where it's, it's a great time to reflect on the year mm-hmm. and look ahead to 2021. But I would love to have this conversation with you on this episode on and, and because we come from two different worlds at the moment, you know, the world that you have lived in is so different to the world that I've lived in, in for the large chunk of the year that I'd love to know like your perspective on, on, on the year. Like I feel like it's been a big cloud but how do you reflect on the year? Um, now, again, I know it's only been a day or two since you've been able to walk out the door but, but how do you reflect on the year at this point? Oh, crikey. Um, <laughs> I know, big question, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, reflecting on the year, it, it's, it's there's so many mixed emotions with it. You know, uh, I think about there's a, there's a few things that I came to realize through the year and um, and they weren't that great. Like It wasn't that great. You know, it felt like you, you don't always have um, – 
the ability to control your destiny, mm. you know, to some extent. You know, I've never felt like so much was taken away from me because of powerless, someone else's yes. decisions. Yeah, yes. I felt powerless. Yes, and totally. that's weird. And I don't mean that to sound selfish because it appears that we did what other countries are now doing in order to control this thing that some people are incredibly fearful of, right? Um, and so I think for the greater good, we needed to probably lock down and that was all fine. But now I feel like um, there's there's a level of tolerance to um, rules that – and I'm being – you can tell I'm being really careful with my words here because I don't want to offend anybody. I, want to make, I don't want to make this seem like um, I'm ignoring – um, the situation that we're now in, which is which is great, um, versus where it could have gone to, um, and I don't wanna, I don't want to liken the flu to or a common cold, which is quite clearly more contagious than COVID. I don't want to liken like the symptoms of that with. I don't want to compare it all. But what I'm trying to say is that very quickly we had our um, our freedom's taken away from us. And so what I do actually now take for granted, no, I don't take for granted now, is the freedoms that we get. And I think I'm going to, if I reflect on it, I'm going to be more grateful for the things that I've got um, as opposed to um, maybe taking things for granted. Yeah, and cool. and what's been really good for me in around that is listening to Eddie Jaku's book. Oh, like, nice. just listen, yes. You know, and it's amazing despite, you know, Quite clearly, and I'm I'm absolutely not drawing a parallel here to the Holocaust. Definitely not, because that is the worst atrocity ever to have happened on the planet. Like that, and probably Hiroshima were the two worst things that have ever happened to the planet. And there could be more that we could talk about. You know, we could talk about Cambodia and the Khmer Rouge, and we could talk about other human failings where humans have been so prejudiced and horrendous um but to watch how quickly freedoms get taken away from you and how how quickly uh we get brought under control um and then in you know i don't know what it is i'm trying to i don't want to say the word restricted because that's not what it is but i, no, I don't no know restrictions like, that's definitely the term you it realize, probably is, you realize but like that, that all happened yeah. so quickly and you had no say in it yeah so this the idea around democracy, um, which you can see happening in America uh, versus, say, democracy that we've got over here, which is probably more socialist um, than what they've got over in, the, in America, which is quite clearly not a socialist economy. Um, it's very, very different, like really different. And so I'm, I'm grateful. So listening to Eddie Jaku and the way in which all of his rights and freedoms and life and uh, optimism and all that sort of stuff was stripped away and listening to how he escaped – you know, death so many times. Mm. Um, we didn't have to worry about death and persecution or or, um, or assassination. We don't have to worry about any of that sort of stuff here. Uh, but it makes you appreciate what you do have. And I definitely haven't been jealous of what other people have got. So I haven't been jealous of what you've had. Great weather, beautiful beaches, open cafes, um, freedom to move around. You don't have to wear a mask, all of that sort of stuff. Like I haven't being jealous of that and yeah but that also still means that i, I still did want to have that stuff but i didn't feel jealous that i didn't have that stuff i still want to have all that sort of stuff um i felt unfortunate that we we're stuck in this situation 
But I definitely am looking forward to having those freedoms to be able to do that again and even to travel, mm. you know, to be able to get up to see you and to hang out um, or to, you know, head off to New Zealand or to head over to Western Australia or to head overseas to, you know, Europe or whatever else we want to do, Japan, for example. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'm more appreciative and at the same time I'm um, I'm craving a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really honest response. And I love that what, you know, the way that what I've written down is, yeah, we do realize that, you know, there are varying levels of democracy. I think, like you said, you know, and leadership dictates what level of democracy you have in the country that you live in. Um, And yeah, if you take all the politics aside from it, the gratitude, the finding the gratitude in simple pleasures. And like you said, you know, you know, Eddie JQ lost every single member of his family. They all died except his sister. Um, I think, like you said, reading a book like that gives you a perspective that reading the new idea doesn't give you or watching Netflix yeah. doesn't give you or listening to, you know, a, even the podcast like ours, it doesn't give you like when you listen to a real survivor of, like you said, one of the most traumatic experiences in life. Horrendous. Um, you're able to have an empowering, uh, uh, what's it, like emotion around the times, even like you said, even though it, it, there's, like you said, there's times where it just completely sucks. Um so how do you feel then about? Um, and I know again, I know I'm putting you on the spot here with something that again has just been buzzing around in my mind. But um, how do you feel about the future? Are you on? Are you in grey lead? And and you can talk about this just from society. I know my mum or uh, was saying that you know you can still sense a level of nervousness around people. Some are more cautious than others, and and for for good reason. You can see people don't want to go back to what they had, but there are other people that loved. Not <laughs> they loved a lot of elements of lockdown mm. as well, which for mm. raging extroverts like you and I, it almost sounds sacrilegious. But um, but how do you feel about twenty twenty one? Because I feel like for a lot of people, you know, we get to this point in the year where we start going, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go here, and I'm going to go there. I feel like that whole language is going to change. Like, how do you feel about you know the short term future? Uh, well. I don't trust it. Mm. I don't trust the short-term future. I don't yeah. trust that um, we've got. We've got. I have no confidence that we're going to stay out of lockdown. Yeah, particularly given. I think given the the experiences of um, like you said, when you feel like your powers, you're, you're sorry, you you feel powerless, and you feel like you have no influence on that. Um, mm. It just happened. And the reason why, yeah, the reason why I feel like I have no confidence that we're going to stay out of lockdown is because, as two, as we like, we had two, a couple of days of zero cases, um, and then we had two cases yesterday, and we had three cases today, and because it's made to feel like two and three cases is a lot of cases, and it goes zero, um, two, three. It's like, oh, there's a trend. There's I said to Emma, oh, my gosh, the third wave starting this morning and uh, and like we're talking about like two or three cases across a population of millions of people, you know, and but because the maths has never made sense, like yeah. the whole time the maths has never made sense and because the reaction to infection has never made sense and because of the attention that's been paid to this particular infection has never made sense um, and like two or three cases now seems to me to be a lot. Um, and for a lot of other people, that will be a trigger for anxiety and fear. And they're going, oh, my gosh, we've opened up too early. Oh, my gosh, there's going to be infections. Uh, you know, I can almost read the headlines to you now in a couple of days' time when we hit six infections. 
we've gone from zero to two to three to now six. Are we in the you know brink of a third wave? Like I can hear the journalists now, you know, now getting on it, uh, and it'll be up to people like Peter Credlin to you know kind of bring that back into into perspective. But it's um it's something that I don't feel safe that our government has the ability to manage. Um, and uh, I, and I don't know whether or not that would have been. Uh, better managed by another government. Um, I just feel that this government has um, very little quality control over that, and I think that it, it feels like it's a bit of Russian roulette, to be honest with you. Yep. Now let's then go into the um, let's go into the the personal birthday experiences because I know people that hate birthdays. Now you and I don't hate our birthdays. We, oh, love them. You know, and I'm Wendy's married. birthday. She loves it. She loves her birthday. Wendy loves her birthday. Uh, yeah. Put put in the comments if you're watching this on Facebook. If you tell people that it's your birthday, my wife Sarah, raging Leo, will tell everyone it's her birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> raging I'm, Leo. I'm, I'm high up there on the Leo stakes. I don't advertise I, my birthday, but I do love a bit of. You are a raging Leo. Raging no Leo, doubt. but I'm not a raging, raging. birthday uh, advertiser. I love Pete Lennon. Every time he arrives, he says, I'm here. We can get started now. No. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, Three, right. two, Three, and two, one. one. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Pete. Um, but do you feel, um, you know, yeah, first of all, on a birthday, like do you get nostalgic? Like are you someone that likes to reflect when, when, the, birthday, when the birthday candles have been blown out and you're having a nice glass of, Icarian or Sardinian red to go down with your, um, you know, to finish the day. Do you reflect in the Spanakopita? That's right. Baklava. <laughs> I was trying to come up with other drinks and I was like, I don't drink enough to know all the other drinks. I was trying to think of an Aperol spritz. I was like, what's it called again? <laughs> no, I'd be having some uh, grandfather tawny port or maybe I'd be having a little bit of Afiani's sticky, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, like are you someone that uses birthdays as an opportunity to – Reflect and project? Nah, nah. But what's your modus operandi? Not for my own birthday, right? But if I was to get up and do a little speech for Jackson, or a little speech for Amber, or a little speech for Mum, I'd start crying. I get really sentimental about that sort of stuff, and and I can't get a speech out. Like I am nervous as all <laughs> beep for Jackson's 21st birthday because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a speech out without crying. I'll have snot the whole lot and I don't want to do that. You know, I think it's embarrassing for poor Jack <laughs> that I'm going to so cry. Good. That is but, so um, good. You know, every time I have gratitude for all of the great things that we've been able to provide for Jackson and, uh, and the blessing it's been for Amber and I to be able to look after Jackson, you know, and, and that Michelle was able to let us do that um, without any resistance. Um I'm so grateful for that. Whenever I go to thank for that and and show gratitude, I get you know quite emotional about it. So I have to be careful on his 21st birthday just to keep it all pretty highbrow or lowbrow, whatever it is, you know. So other people's birthdays, you're a shock, more nostalgic, you're an yeah, emotional I'm more nostalgic, wreck. yeah, yeah, absolutely. On my birthday, I want to have a massive party and hang out with my mates. Like if I can have 400 people at my party. That'd be the best. Uh, and if I and if I couldn't do that, what I'd want to be able to do is hang out with my family and friends, um, and just chill out for the whole of the day, like the yep. whole of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So you're more about right. celebration. Yeah. You. Um, what about you? Um. 
Yeah, I'm more like I I, I, I think it's definitely at this phase of my life. I really see my birthday as just a, a really good day off, like particularly if it's midweek. I think Wednesdays are the worst day of the week to have a birthday. Thursdays um, is Thursdays. Well, is you've got a nice. Thursday this year. There's nothing. There's not not Thursday's not bad because you can make it a four day weekend. You can justify taking Thursday Friday. But no, because Thursdays and Fridays, I'm in the practice, right? Yeah, I know. But I, not, yeah, yeah. And I can't justify it. Yes. So, but a, a, a I could Saturday, justify I, it for you. <laughs> but if I, I, if I had a birthday on a Saturday um, or a Friday, I would be prepared to move my Saturday at work and not work Friday, yep. um, and then have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like yep. I'd be happy to do that. That'd be fine. But See, not a Thursday and not a Tuesday. Yeah. For me, these are all the things. Oh, man, this is you know. People can consider. I would. I would highly recommend that people consider their ideal. Like, um, and a lot of uh, this is going to sound so cliche, but in a lot of like productivity or life design exercises, people talk about creating your ideal day. And if people are ever resistant to it, the kind of next step is to go. Well, if you're really resistant to it, just do it on your birthday. Like, just have the day that you want on your birthday. Because if there's any day you're going to go. I'm going to get a massage and I'm going to get my nails done and I'm going to catch up with friends for a drink. You're going to do it on your birthday. Yeah, great call. But at the same time, there are plenty of people that honestly, I don't want to say hate, they do not want the attention on their birthday. It's it's almost like, and this is where I feel like, this is why I like talking about it because it gets a bit uncomfortable. A lot of of people I feel like were never celebrated on their birthdays as children Mm -hmm. and that can be a really quite, that's a tear and snot moment if you go, oh, my gosh, like it's like the day of your birth. Uh, I think as you do, Damo, you like to celebrate. I definitely think it's it's something worth celebrating, the very fact that you're alive. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once once the day is quiet and you've got a little bit of time to yourself, I, I like to reflect and project. Sometimes it's only for five minutes, but I do like to go, ah. Oh. So, you know, 39 years ago, my mum was pushing me out <laughs> you know, on the gas. Trying to get me out into the world, oh, the you know, like literally on the gas. My mum's like, I didn't take any drugs except the gas. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> well done, Claire. Good you, Claire. I, uh, that, yeah, good work. That would have been hard work pushing Piercy out. That's uh, good work. <laughs> uh, Pete says he only wants to go on a bush walk with his family on his birthday. That's nice. I love that. Yep. Wendy's uh, birthday is the 25th of November. Don't forget that one. Um, I And Wendy – Let's. She lets everybody know that it's her birthday. And when we were, I went to her birthday. Was that last year we went to Wendy's birthday? Might have been last I wasn't, year. I, I know I was invited, but I wasn't. My there. years are yeah. all running into each it was, other. It was, it was a special milestone birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, like 60 or 70 or something. <laughs> oh, so something like that. No, just joking, yeah. Wendy. Just joking. Oh, Wendy. <laughs> Fuck it up. I'm cutting for so you right now. Trouble. I can feel it now. <laughs> Damo. I feel it. Helen Pocock says, depends on what's going on in my life, if I like birthdays or not, but always low key. Don't tell people. And I'm a Leo. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting, Helen, because my feeling around Leos is you'd love to be center stage. Love to be center stage. Um, yeah, center of attention. Helen doesn't strike me as center of attention. What? I think she likes the Helen quiet. Helen doesn't. No, she likes the quiet, quiet life. Very good engagement one-on-one is, is yeah. Helen Pocock. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I just wonder whether or not um, – well, no, yeah, Do you reckon maybe she was premmy? Maybe she was a premmy baby. Maybe she came early and she was meant to be some other time. Or maybe she came late and she was meant to be some other time. Maybe she's in the wrong star sign. Oh, that's freaky, Damo. Now Ooh. you're starting to say that people's star signs aren't their star signs. 
maybe. It's like blood types aren't your blood type. Oh, that's intense. Don't do well, it. You know this. You you be more into astrology now that you're studying the moon cycles. So you would know that sort. Of, how are full the moon, moon cycles? Full moon going? this weekend. Yeah. Well, if anyone's wondering why it's crazy times at the moment, full mm-hmm. moon this weekend. Mm-hmm. Saturday. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit mental. Our kids are mental at the moment, and I'm like, babe, just <laughs> full moon, just hand it over. Full yeah. moon time. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I think I think birthdays and and the way that we view them. Um, there's a lot in it. I do think I do think childhood's a big one. I know that seems like a long straw to bow, long bow to draw for some people, um, but I do think I do think it's a it's it's a big element, uh, coupled with a bit of star sign demo, the Labrador. Are you is Scorpio renowned for being Labradoodles? Mate, I came early. I came out early. I was like, bang, out I came. I was out three weeks early, and so I'm supposed to be a Sagittarius. Um, <laughs> this is hilarious. So, yeah, I actually don't think I'm much of a Scorpio. Like, you, know, you, you know, you can tell that because I don't really hold – like I, re- I remember things and I, you know, I find it difficult to forget stuff, but I forgive people pretty easily. You've seen me do that. Um Except for a couple of people who I won't name, but um, but most people would say, "Oh, you're not very Scorpio-like, Damo." There are some things like I like to cherry pick some of the the good things of being a Scorpio, but I probably think I'm probably more Sagittarius. But that is a let, let's get. I always want to interview Iris Dettenhoff, who wrote the Moon Time Diary. I think she's local because I saw the reorder is uh, to a postbox in Mullumbimby. Really? So, yeah. Why don't we get it? Can you get her on? I've got to find it because what if your star sign is actually not? What if you are a blend? If you are premi or overbaked, what if yes. you actually? Helen came out blend? fast. She said she was out in two hours, which is like super good. Oh, I was good. in a hurry to get in. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I like. Put I wonder though, shot. Helen, whether or not you were late and you're busting to get out, or if you were so quick and rapid to get out, you came out early like I did. Oh. That's that's that is cool stuff. I love talking about that stuff, particularly when mm. I know nothing about it. So you just make up any random theory that you like. Well, even Wendy reckons I'm more Sag than Scorpio. So there you go. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't even know You're what right. a Sagittarian is or does. Me know. neither. No. But <laughs> Wendy, I think I'm Wendy more than a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, Wendy would. Um, all right. Speaking of overbaked, this episode is done and dusted. We are inching closer to episode 400. We're going to record it, demo. I think we recorded on the Wednesday afternoon because a lot of people seem to come on at that time. They're used to that time. We get a big cake for you. We'll sing you a song. Okay. We'll promote it. We'll even yep. we'll even spend some money on it. We'll put Facebook ads. You know, we'll get Donald Trump over the line. Uh, Dan Andrews will come and join. He's going to do his press conference at three thirty on that Wednesday just to annoy you. Uh, but that means he won't be able to come to your online party, which I'm sure you won't be too concerned by. Don't mind that. Um, We'll get people on for Damo's birthday episode, episode mm-hmm. 400 of 100 on out, Damo's birthday. Wow. Unbelievable. I like I really, Pete reckons really like there was that. no star signs around in the 60s. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that was the genesis of star signs. I think that's when you guys invented it, Pete. Like, your family, <laughs> you were born in the time that it was invented. The Beatles um, invented star signs. And Helen, uh, she was born the 27th of July. There's a lot oh. of people born towards the end of July that I know of. Blend. Um, yeah. Sarah's 29 July. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. And my cousin Cameron's the 31st of July. My mate Ben's the 30th of July. Um, a friend I went to school with is the 29th of July. 
Say is 29th of July. Yep. Alan's right. 27th. There's got to be someone on the 28th. We've got to get a guru on to talk about potential Can you star do that? Yeah, so we're going to reframe that. the whole astrological star sign world <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. It would just be interesting, I think. Yeah. You just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Not being no, serious. No, 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 no. Because when you're in line with the moon and the stars and the sky, everything in life clicks together. You have no problems. The world flows through innate intelligence, universal intelligence combined with the synovial fluid of your spine. Everything works and the world is clear and bright. PC, what you did there was you blended stuff that is true with stuff that might be dubious. I don't know how to take it. You've blended philosophy. All you need to do is cleanse your temporomandibular with- joint, stick it up, you know, and cleanse it with a bit of Leo, Cancerian, Scorpion, Sagittariusness, and it all works. Mate, you're the fish slapper moonshine expert. Like, I don't know what you're talking about with all that sort of stuff. Being very disrespectful, PC. I'm going to have a very firm word with you after this podcast. <laughs> Human never killed anyone. We've got to take everything with a grain of salt as far as I'm concerned. Um, all right. On this episode, folks, we say thank you uh, for your support of the podcast. You can find out about the great man Damien Christoph at damienchristoph.com. Myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. Thank you to Joseph Tomo, our editor, Cielo, who does all our social media. To you, our wonderful 100 Not Outers, we love you. And until next time, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.